This episode is an excerpt from the full episode that you can find at summit.runwayseries.co summit.runwayseries.co Enjoy the show! Before we move into the show today, ActionDesk is the easiest way for startup teams to make better decisions with their data. With most uh, business intelligence tools on the markets, you have to write SQL or learn a clunky interface. Tableau, Metabase and the likes are powerful but complex to use. Exploring data and building new reports require a level of expertise beyond most business users and it's not worth the time of engineering and data teams. ActionDesk makes exploring your database or data warehouse's data easy. If you know how to use Google Sheets or Excel, you'll know how to use ActionDesk. Instead of uh, writing SQL, you can just use spreadsheet formulas. That is exactly what I really like about ActionDesk. You can access your data in a spreadsheet and give autonomous access to the company data to any business user in a no-code tool. If you're in operations, marketing, sales, or customer support and have a question about your business, instead of asking your engineering or data team, just answer the question yourself with ActionDesk and a few spreadsheet formula. With ActionDesk, you can answer in a few minutes questions like how much revenue did we have yesterday? What's our sales breakdown by region or supplier? How many deals entered a specific deal stage last week? How many customer requests take more than 58 hours to respond to? You will definitely love ActionDesk for its spreadsheets feel. You can try and test different things run small-scale analysis and access all of your database and data warehouse data live. Most of all, you will love the feeling of flexibility and power it gives you. So if you want to save time to analyze your data and make better decisions for your business, head to actiondesk.io to enjoy two months free and tell that you're coming from upcoming VC. Uh, all right, so um, hi everyone. Uh, thank you for joining us uh, for this great talk on, on remote first culture. Um, what we're going to start with is maybe a quick introduction from um, our speakers. Um, so maybe Edouard, do you want to go first? Sure thing. Um, hi everyone. So I'm, I'm Edward. Um, I co-founded Convelio with a, a very good friend of mine. We are essentially a, a digital freight forwarder specialized in, in, uh, in the art market. Um, so we create an algorithm that can calculate instantly shipping prices to ship things that are bulky, fragile, and, and valuable. And we are about 140 people spread across um, uh, three offices. So Paris, uh, London, and New York. And of course, also some people on, on full remote as well. So I'd be happy to, to discuss that. Great. And then we have Rémi from Ocarito. Hi, guys. So I'm, I'm the CEO of Ocarito. Uh, we build a platform to help companies uh, manage business travel, uh, which is a, a hot topic at the moment with everyone uh, traveling from home and, uh, and not going to conferences and, uh, and shows. But uh, um, it has helped us see how companies have reorganized with all the remote um, uh, set up uh, since COVID. We have many, many company, client companies who have uh, switched to a more remote way of working and we have uh, seen them changing the way they, they manage travel. And uh, we uh, are a remote uh, first company. Uh, we started from the tech side. Uh, we have all our tech team is, uh, is working remote even uh, before COVID. And now uh, everyone is, uh, is completely flexible uh, on uh, where he wants to work. Um, so I'm super happy to, uh, to bring our insights uh, either on uh, 
how did our clients manage the, the new way of working and how we did manage to make things work uh, in, a, in a remote setup. Great. Thank you for the introductions. And I'll quickly introduce myself. Um, so I'm, I'm Shiraz. I work at Speed Invest, a uh, European early stage VC. Um, and prior to joining Speed Invest, um, I worked in scale-ups, uh, French scale-ups. Uh, one of them was, is called MALT, uh, the freelancer marketplace. And actually, the topic of remote first culture really uh, talks to me, um, meaning that I've, I've really experienced it at Malt because I was in charge of the international expansion, so kind of launching uh, offices uh, abroad. And for Speed Invest, I'm actually the only one uh, from Speed Invest in, in France. Um, and so let's, let's start. I think Paul is joining in any second now, um, but maybe the first topic I wanted to, to talk to you, um, to talk with you um, about is actually the, the culture, like corporate culture. Because when we talk about remote first culture, you know, one of the things that people say is that, you know, you may not be able to actually create a, a company culture. So my first question to you guys is, is, Maybe how do you qualify your current company culture? Um, yeah, what are your values? Uh, what's your mindset? Um, I think that will set the ground to, to more questions afterwards. And who wants to go first? Like, up to you guys. Um, I, I can start if you want. Um, so I think remote has impacted a lot uh, our culture. Um, I think we, our current culture is really has been defined by remote, um, and the, one of the main pillars of, of this culture is, is ownership. Uh, I believe that if, if you want to uh, to have people distributed all over the world, all over Europe, uh, working on, on the same product on the same project, uh, you can't work as you used to uh, with people being super dependent uh, the one to another. Um, you need people uh, being able to handle complex tasks uh, and complex projects uh, in an asynchronous way of, of, of things. Um, so I believe um, many people are saying, okay, remote makes it super hard to build a company culture because they want to replicate uh, the office um, culture. Uh, so they want to replicate uh, uh, many rituals that, that people used to have when they were working at the same office. Uh, I believe that if you really want to set up a remote uh, way of working in your company, you, you need to think that this culture won't be exactly the same and that you need to, to, to embrace remote. Um, so you need people to be more owner, you need people to uh, organize remote gatherings, uh, but empower them to do it and give them the tools to do it. Uh, and you, you can't just say, okay, uh, I will uh, just replicate my office culture to, mm -hmm. to a remote setup. That was our big, big learning uh, when, when going remote uh, for the first time. Happy to continue, uh, hi Paul. Hello, sorry, I'm a bit late. Hello, Paul. Hello, Paul. Hi, Paul. Um, <laughs> so maybe quickly, Paul. We, so we were, um, we, we dived into the, the first question about company culture. Um, so maybe can I ask you to introduce quickly yourself um, and La Belle Vie and maybe tell us about uh, La Belle Vie corporate culture? Uh, how would you define it? What's, what's the, what are the values behind it? Oh, yeah, thank you. Uh, my name is Paul Lee. I'm the co-founder of LabelV.com. Uh, what we do, basically, is we deliver your grocery within one hour uh, in Paris. Uh, we started like six years ago. Now we are a company of 500 people. Um, 
and all my headquarter is in Rumut, so nobody is, we don't have office actually. Uh, and since the beginning, not only because uh, of the lockdown, um, but the value of the company, um, we just uh, simply uh, client first. Uh, we do all the impossible for our clients. We want all my clients happy and, uh, and that's it. <laughs> so right. every time you, have, you work uh, at La Belle Vie, you need to do something for, for the clients. All right. Thank you, Paul. You're welcome. And, uh, and Edouard, maybe on, on uh, the corporate culture? Yeah. Um, so I think if we mix corporate culture and, and remote, uh, just for everyone to know, we were quite against remote uh, in the beginning. So uh, that's just uh, to kind of create the setup. Um, nor my co-founder, nor myself thought that, that it was a, a model that could work when you're scaling a company. Uh, obviously, we were wrong. Um, but that's just for, for the setup. I think what happened with, with COVID um, is that we actually leverage on our culture to be able to, to switch to remote. So it's not exactly that it defined us. It's more, okay, we had a culture and we kind of leverage on that culture to make sure that, that things could go smoothly. And we have essentially five values, but I think there are really two values that, that helped us. I mean, one of them is think fast, be agile. So like making sure that people especially in the industry where we are, we need to always think about new solutions when transporting goods. And I think that was kind of the, the same thing was, okay, how can we very quickly switch essentially within 48 hours from a very office heavy on-premise culture into like a, a fully remote one. And the second one was innovate to simplify, right? Which is a lot for us internally, it's a lot about process optimization, but in that case, switching ways of working is essentially switching the entire processes on which the company is based. So that's kind of the, the two things on which uh, that we leveraged on in order to like switch from in the beginning fully on-premise to full remote and now to, to set kind of hybrid model uh, that defines us. Okay. And, and, and kind of building on, on what, uh, what you guys said, um, Edouard and, and Rémi, you know, on the ownership and then uh, Edouard on, on the agility, um, does it mean that actually you hire different types of people? I think I can start. Um, I mean, I think to some extent we do, but I think there is a very, like, there is a very, very different um, way of recruiting people if you full remote or if you have, like, if you have a hybrid model. Um, if you hire people that are full remote, people want to be in full remote. They are very comfortable with working alone, um, with using tools, with creating connection through, I don't know, Slack or calls or these kind of things. And that's something which is really, really different from the people that join you when you were an on-premise company. And that, that's what we, we really start to see. And that's what we saw also during a survey we've done internally when we decided which model to go for. Um, essentially based on who you are, your personality, but also your stage in life, you're not expecting the same thing from your company. And as an example, people that are fresh out of uni, they, they, they want to go to the office, they want, they, they want to be able to mingle and make friends and so on and so on. Like on the other hand, you would have parents that enjoy the flexibility of, of remote because they can go and pick up their kids at school. That is not when it's full remote because then working from, from home was a, a, like pretty difficult uh, for, for some of them. Um, but I think essentially changed a little bit in the sense that now most of our tech team is, is on remote. And in that case, we, you need to have people that are comfortable with, with working on remote, but also more on the way we're going to recruit people. Now we tell them very proactively, well, guys, uh, we are a uh, remote first policy, so you can come to the office. You have to think of the office as some kind of a big co-working um, where you can come in if you want to, but you, you're, not, you're not needed. Essentially, you need to be, to be in the office. 
but you have to comply to certain rules and they are like kind of everything which is linked to writing culture. So making sure that we document processes, that everything is put down on writing. And I'm not saying that we are the best at it, but we definitely working really hard to make sure that we improve on, on, uh, on that topic at the very least. I, I agree with, uh, with Edouard. There is a bias when, uh, when you start hiring people saying in your job offers that uh, you're full remote, not the same people will, will apply. Mm -hmm. So you're putting a bias in your, in your hiring process, uh, which can bring in your company people that would not have come uh, in the first place. And maybe people uh, would have applied if you told you were a company working on premise and, uh, and they won't apply to your job offer because it will be a, a remote first, uh, a, a remote job offer. Um, so maybe you're, you're changing uh, who you're hiring and uh, it's, it's impacting a lot your, your company culture as well. Hmm. And, and what about you, Paul? Because you, you were saying that from the start you, you were remote. So um, did, yeah, what, what kind of people actually did, did, you, did you hire? And, and has it, like, have you seen any change compared to maybe the companies you were previously working at? Um, actually, we try to find people that don't like to, to have meetings in person, <laughs> so it's much easier. <laughs> um, and we, we don't have office, but we have warehouses uh, all around Paris and on the top of the office, the, the warehouse, you have uh, offices. And it depends on you, it's up to you. I mean, uh, if you need to, um, to see some people, you can come uh, at any warehouse that you feel comfortable with, okay, right next to your, to your door. Mm -hmm. uh, but basically when we try to hire someone just say the truth it means if you want to come to office we don't have office and we have warehouses with nice offices on the top of the warehouses and it's very important for us to 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 have people that understand that we are a warehouse company first okay with a lot of logistics so it's really cool if you are interested in this so, you just feel comfortable to, to have this kind of company. And for the rest of the team, uh, especially uh, uh, programmers and people like this, I mean, they work all around the world right now. Uh, mm -hmm. We hire people from Vietnam to Chile and Brazil and USA. So, and we noticed something very interesting, especially for the tech. It's the, our tech never sleeps. So if something happened at night, uh, they can fix it. And, um, and we, we have a kind of velocity of programmation. So we have an update, I mean, every three hours. And this is something <laughs> very interesting because nobody sleeps at the, in, in, this, uh, in this company. <laughs> <laughs> okay, interesting. And we like it, so we just want to keep it this way. Yeah, okay. This episode is an excerpt from the full episode that you can find at summit.runwayseries.co summit.runwayseries.co